The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you listeners. So this week's show is inspired by events that occurred, well, some of them occurred yesterday, and others occurred just literally moments ago. And uh, earlier today, I had posted in my awesome preneur group on Facebook just saying, you know, suggestions for radio shows, because I just, I like to do that. It inspires a lot of, uh, a lot of these shows. And uh, none of them are really popping. And then now I know why. <laughs> so the title is How to Create Beyond Drama Trauma. So yesterday I was in um, a city not too far from where I live and my two of my nieces were in a dance festival. So we were, uh, yesterday morning, my one sister, my one niece, and myself were going to watch the other niece whose mum was with her dance. So they left early and we were just going to watch the dance and ended up being hit from behind. We were parked waiting to pull into a parking spot where somebody was pulling out and uh, somebody rear-ended us. And it was so interesting because my, like, certainly my first kind of reaction was a bit of a beyond energy. Like, I, I quickly realized how much I don't know what to do in, in an accident. Like, and like I would say a minor accident. Nobody, you know, there was no blood or anything and, and everybody walked away. Um, but I didn't actually know what to do. Like, do you call the police? Do you call your insurance while you're standing there? Like, what do you do? <laughs> And so that was kind of, you know, there was some of that beyond energy there for me. And I was very aware, um, awareness wise, but also, you know, um, you could see that the woman who hit me was very, very mad. And my niece even said who was sitting in the back and obviously turned around right after we were hit to look at uh, who hit us. And she said, Auntie, she's swearing at you. (laughs) So there you have it. Um, and I was aware of that energy and I really didn't have a point of view about it. Like I didn't go into defense. I didn't go into like resistance or need to make her wrong. It was just, I didn't want any of that. Like none of the drama trauma. It was like, let's just do what we need to do with what at that moment I didn't know what that was and 
carry on. Nobody was, again, no, there was no blood, you know, that was splattered or anything. So it's kind of like, let's just do what we need to do as adults and carry on. And so we, and actually we did, like, even though I was very aware she was very upset, it wasn't uh, a verbal thing. She didn't come out and say anything. We didn't have a conversation about who was right or who was wrong. I mean, it was very evident who, <laughs> who, anyway. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, we, we just did, and I phoned my insurance company because I actually, like, I literally did not know who to phone. And uh, so I phoned my insurance company. They explained what needed to be done, which was really just go report it to the police and carry on. And I was so grateful because I was willing to be the space that I be. Uh, you know, if I'm sitting out in nature all by myself and everything is feeling just delicious, I was still willing to be that energy, even though I was aware of where she was at with the whole situation and energetically didn't allow her to go anywhere with it, which is not something I was conscious of or cognitive of at the moment. But looking back, it was like, yeah, there was this kind of like stop energy in a sense from me going, let's, you know, no, we're just dealing with this and we're carrying on because there would have been no, I mean, I, I can't imagine a time where it would ever create more for two people who've been in an accident together to go into depth as to what was going on or who did what. So, you know, we, we both just took the information went about our ways and uh, and had that. And so, you know, kind of looking at that, and even my, my one sister who was with me, she said, you know, so what were you doing? What were you running in your head? Like, and I said, you know, I really wasn't consciously or cognitively, um, you know, running, okay, how does it get any better than this? Or what else is possible? I really wasn't. And I'm I'm wondering if to some degree, I'm just naturally those things now like definitely I will still ask and do that of course I don't mean that but there was that energy was already there even though I wasn't cognitively going through those things and so that's one way that I would really really suggest uh, if you're looking to stay out of drama trauma or not be kind of as pulled into it as maybe you have been in the past uh, is to constantly be expanding out energetically so this is kind of um, I'm going to call it like a, a tool number one. And it's something that when I learned it, and it was probably within the first few months of listening to uh, a radio show about access consciousness, that was when I started playing with this tool because it made an instantaneous change in my life. And uh, so basically you're just expand out energetically into you as the infinite being you truly be which of course, most people don't even fill up their body with their energy. Like most people are about a two or a one inch, you know, kind of square inch in their head. Like they're so, so, so contracted. So, and, the, and I was totally, and of course I can still choose that, uh, but that starting to expand out into my body, into the room that I'm in, into the country I'm in, and I'll take you guys through it in a couple of minutes, kind of the way that I used to do it. I don't, I don't necessarily do it that way anymore because uh, I got used to it. But it was, it was the practicing of it for it to become natural for me. And it was so phenomenal to be that yesterday in a time when 
it would have been really easy to match the woman's upset or to defend against it or to choose a whole bunch of different things that I've chosen in the past. And this time it was just, I was just space. And how does it get any better than that? So let's go through this expanding out exercise. Even if you've done this before, just check in to see if it's any different this time around. Because sometimes it changes. Yeah. So just right now, if you can, if it's safe to do so, just close your eyes and just become really aware of your body and then expand out energetically into all of your body. So become extremely aware of your toes, your baby toe, your toenails, your feet, your ankles, your knees, your hips, your legs your tummy, your spine, your neck, up to the top of your head. Yeah, your shoulders down to your fingertips, your fingernails, and then all the way out to the tips of your ears. Just becoming really aware of your body. And now expand your energy into the room around you. So just energetically touching all the walls, the ceiling, the floor, and everything and everyone in the room. And then expanding out into the building that you're in. So going all the way down if there's a basement, all the way up if there's an attic, just everywhere so that you are the oneness that you truly be with everything and everyone in the building. Yeah, and now expanding out into the town or city that you live expanding out into the state or the province that you live and then expanding out into the entire country that you're in all the way north all the way south all the way west all the way east just being the oneness that you truly be yeah and then expanding out into the entire world so all the way down to the center of mother earth with that beautiful beautiful dirt crystal energy all the way up to the continents and the countries and the oceans and the rivers and the pollution and the animals and the trees and the people all the way up to the sky and then expanding out beyond the earth expanding farther than you have ever expanded before yeah now fill up Every bit of you is the infinite being you truly be. Yeah. And notice that no matter where you are, there you are. No matter where you go, there you are. Yeah. And anything that doesn't allow that, destroy and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pepok, shorts, boys, meons. And that space, that infinite space, that's actually you. That's actually a normal space for you. And that's the space for me of ease and joy and glory. And what used to occur is, let's say I would want to go shopping and I would have really big plans and I would be so excited and then I'd walk into a mall and within probably 20 to 25 minutes, I was done. 
And it got like, so hubby was even more aware of it than I was. We would maybe make plans to go, I always call it the city, Edmonton, it's a few hours from where we live. We'd make plans to go, we'd go, we'd go into the mall and then he would take one look at me within a bit and he would say, you're done? And I'd be like, yep, and away we would go. Um, Which was actually okay for him, he's not a huge shopper. But he was, you know, willing to be more aware of it than I was. And I really just thought that was the way of life for me. I really never, ever thought that could change. And with these amazing tools, and that one in particular, that expanding out, I can go into a mall for hours now. In fact, I've done foundation classes in in the mall, in West Edmonton Mall, uh, which is, you know, one of the biggest malls in the world, because as long as I'm expanded out into the infinite being I truly be, yeah, nothing can affect me. I did a show a few weeks ago called Effect or Affect. And when I'm expanded out, I'm actually the affect. When I'm contracted, I'm being at the effect. And that's what could have occurred yesterday with that accident. I could have been at the effect of that woman or the accident itself or all of the crazy that goes on with accidents. And instead, I was just the space, just the space of me. And from there, I actually had infinite choice. I actually had more possibilities available to me than if I would have contracted and matched her energy. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about matching people's energy that keeps you from being the infinite space and infinite possibilities you truly be? Oh, everything that is. We just started on Great All Times a Godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts boys and beyonds so that i really would say that that's like tip number one tool number one whatever you want to call it like the more that you can practice expanding out the more ease it will be for you to choose it in those situations when it might be difficult to you know probably even two years ago maybe heck even a year ago I I maybe wouldn't have been able to choose what I chose yesterday and I and I really love that I wasn't consciously walking around going okay be the space okay expand out like it you know it wasn't kind of from that reaction of I was doing the opposite so I needed to change it I was just being it naturally and I mean frick how does it get any better than that which then didn't give her any energy to play off of or to fight against or to you know really and and whether she would have or not I that's irrelevant but the possibility would have been greater had I been being those energies or the other energy that would probably be more likely for me is I would have been apologetic I would have made it my fault I would have found a way to I would have been so uncomfortable with her unhappiness with me that I would have apologized, that I would have said I was at fault. And and, and what occurred was exactly what was required. Neither of us had that conversation. That wasn't a conversation to be had in that moment. So it was just, it, it was so beautiful. And it's so funny to think of that now. And I was saying that to Bobby, my sister, after like, like, that's really cool. And I was really grateful she didn't direct that energy like verbally. Now, I wonder 
Like, I wonder if I still would have been able to choose the space. I I expect that I would have. Uh, And I was really grateful that she didn't. (laughs) You know, it just it just created so much more and then allowed me to be more of the space of me, which I know contributed. And the really freaking cool thing is, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised by this, but honestly, I was so surprised. So when I was sitting waiting for the guy to pull out or the person, I didn't know it was a guy at the time, to pull out of the parking spot that I was going into, um, and then she she hit us, uh, that guy, even though her and I were probably kind of figuring things out and I was on the phone with insurance and stuff for, say, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I'm not sure, he actually came around again when she was gone to give me his name and phone number so that, because he said, I saw everything that occurred. If you need a witness, here's my information. And I was, and still am, absolutely flabbergasted. Like, how does it get any more magical than that? That somebody is actually willing to go out of their way. Oh my gosh, this is bringing up tears like to go out of their way to contribute to me in something that they could have just went, doesn't matter, not my problem, I don't need to do anything, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm just so freaking grateful. And I and I said to Bobby, like, God, the universe has my back. Like, how freaking cool is that? And the other thing I said to her was, if that would have been me, I probably wouldn't have even considered going back because, you know, what he once it occurred, then this is kind of my awareness for him is he thought, well, he'll get out of the way so that I could pull in. So we weren't, you know, causing a big traffic jam. It's just a one way road in there. Um, And so, you know, if that would have been me, I would have done that and then kind of reasoned and justified not going back, you know. And now I'll tell you what I am going to think. I'm going to be more aware of that in the future because that, you know, I, I, I think the pictures show enough of what really occurred. And if I require somebody, like how, how cool would that be to just know that the universe is like, hey, this is, this is somebody who can help you. Like I just, uh, anyway, I could talk for days about that and how incredibly grateful I am with that and, and for him just being willing to come back and, and give me his information. Like, actually, it just makes me think I'm going to give him a call tonight and, and thank him for that. Uh, I filled out the police report today and then called insurance. And so they've got his number and I was going to give him a call just to let him know that. I mean, I know he knows that anyway, but now I can call him and thank him. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to head to break before I talk about another tool that you can use just because we've got a few seconds left anyway. So we'll head to break and we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. 
G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about how to create beyond drama trauma. And so you heard the first part of the, you know, I would say fairly minor drama trauma yesterday. Uh, And today's was quite a little, it's quite a bit different. uh, For uh, one reason in particular, uh, was that I was just um, doing some computer work and I got a text from hubby who is on his journey home from Brazil. He's had an amazing time. He's been geocaching there for, oh gosh, um, 10 days or so, I think, actually. Anyway, he had a flight from Rio to San Paulo, Brazil, and then San Paulo to Toronto, and then Toronto to Edmonton. And uh, so he flew from Rio to San Paulo, and then once he landed in San San Paulo, they actually told him they would not let him board and there was a change with the documents and stuff where dual Canadian citizens need to actually have their passport with them so he is British and very proud to be so so anytime that he can travel like on his British passport that's what he does and there was one time where we ran into some interesting questions because he had both of his passports with him and it was kind of the energy of well if you have two passports you're trying to scam us or something like it was it it was really interesting so from then he just kind of chose not to travel with both so whatever one he's going on his trip on is the only one he takes so we find out uh very um shockingly very beyondly as we would say in access that he actually can't get on the airplane because he doesn't have his Canadian passport and so that just the Canadian government has changed the regulations they changed it in December apparently even though our sweet magical uh, travel agent phoned them three weeks before his trip and talked to them at length about him traveling on his British passport and everything was fine nobody said anything And so he had two hours um, from kind of when they said, you can't get on this airplane to kind of figure something out. And so him and I via text, me via email with a travel agent, she's on the phone with Air Canada. He's talking to whoever can help him there. And oh my gosh, let me talk, tell you like drama, trauma. And what was so interesting, unlike the gal yesterday, probably because I don't know her and I don't, you know, adore her like I adore hubby, there was a very different energy because 
at one point he said, I'm, I'm, I'm having a meltdown here. And that's very unlike hubby. He's a very, um, I mean, he is a big teddy bear, but that's, it would take a lot for him to say that. And so when he said that, it was like my first reaction was to join him in that energy. And I'm so grateful because I went, wait, what future is it creating if I join him in that energy? Like if I join the meltdown, if I join the drama trauma, what future is that creating? And I, of course, I mean, it was so clear that it wasn't creating the future that I desired. And I was like, okay, you know what? No, this isn't okay. And for me, he can have his meltdown. That's up to him. But for me, it was like, no, that's not going to work right now. Okay, what's it going to take to change this? And it was just like, okay, like, who can I ask to contribute? And again, I think I spoke about the the awesome premier group earlier. Uh, It's just a group on Facebook, you can join it if you like, it's a free group. And And it was just really light to post in there and ask for contributions for hubby's travel. I didn't say what it was for. I'm very aware of of what that can create. And I did a whole show on what are contributions. And so I think it was May or June of last year. If you don't, you haven't listened to it, I really encourage you to because so often people say, well, you contribute to me making the money for this. Well, that's not a contribution. That's a conclusion. And so I did want to have the energy of travel in it, but I didn't want to say what it was. Because the other thing is, they, you know, saying that to over 2000 people, they might join that trauma drama energy like that might be part and that's not what I desired to create. So it was just asking for those contributions, staying, you know, in touch with him, staying in touch with with Jody, the travel agent, and just kind of being like, okay, so what else is possible? And, and that's kind of, I, I would say, like another tool or tip is, like, really the energy of what else is possible here. Because in this case, he's on that end hearing from these people saying, you don't have the pr- proper documentation, you are actually not going to be allowed to get on the plane. So he's went to the conclusion of, I can't get on the plane. So what I would like to do for me is stay in and what else is possible? Like what else is possible here? Like really, what else is possible here? Okay, so what else is possible? Then I went to the webpage and holy doodles, that freaked me out. So I was like, okay, I won't need to read that anymore. So what else is possible? And just stayed in that energy of what else is possible here? I've never considered. What else is possible here? I've never considered. The other thing, because he was involved, was I actually had to be willing to allow him to choose whatever he desired to choose. So like there would have been a time I would have bulldozed him energetically and just taken over. And this is probably the first time where I cognitively didn't do that, where it was just an energy of, okay, so I'm aware that I can contribute. I'm aware that I can ask for contributions. I'm aware that I can, you know, stay in the energy of possibilities, all these sorts of things, and really allow him to choose whatever it is he'd like to choose. And it kind of seemed within a few minutes after asking for the contributions from the awesomepreneurs and allowing him to have the meltdown. And I don't mean allowing him like, you know, like I gave him permission. I don't mean that, but I didn't bulldoze. And it was almost like, oh, okay. 
okay, yep, now I can go talk to someone. And he just, you know, found, and he, he described it as, as his angel came to his rescue. So somebody on the other end in, in Brazil took over and did something for him um, online, whichever that was. And then he just needed to wait for an email to be sent. Well, <laughs> my goodness. Okay, you know, when you're waiting for an email, that's kind of like you're getting on an airplane or you're not getting an, on an airplane. Suddenly it feels like, you know, there's no email coming. And there really, it actually still hasn't came. And this is probably two hours later, uh, which isn't funny, except it kind of is because he was still able to get on the plane. And I don't have, I don't know the information. All I did w got a text from him saying I'm, I'm on the airplane. Um, so I, I look forward to hearing how, you know, how magically he was in creating that. Uh, but just really the biggest part for me was to not join. So what else is possible? And then the other part is like, who does it belong to? So in this case, it's really quite easy for me to be aware of that it's not mine. And sometimes in drama trauma situations, it's not as easy. Like in, for whatever reason, like it's just not as clear. Whereas for me in this one, it was like, okay, so that's, you know, that's where he's operating at. And of course it's not even his, right? Like, I mean, how many people travel in that sort of state constantly? Like they're kind of always waiting for something bad to happen or that's just the way it is, or, you know, any of that. So, yeah, all of the drama trauma that you've bought as yours from every person, every place, every experience, every event, everywhere I haven't even mentioned, will you revoke, or can't rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And even in the, you know, you might say the worst of the worst, would you be willing to know it's still not yours? Like, really, it's still not yours. And I know that you will probably have lots of examples to give me about how it has to be yours because every time you fly, it happens like this, or every time you are with this person, it's like this, or every time you whatever, it's like this. It's like, it's still not yours. You are just infinitely aware, just like me, just like every person on this planet. It's just whether we are willing to acknowledge that or not. Because the minute we acknowledge it is the minute that we can change it. Yeah. Everything that brings up and everywhere that you've been sucked into the drama trauma instead of just going, hey, who does that belong to? Return to sender with consciousness. <laughs> yeah, everything that brings that right, wrong, good, bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, because it's not yours. And that I can promise you, no matter what, that I can promise you. If you look at it, look at the times in your life where maybe it was like, you know, kind of the worst case scenario or the worst moment of your life. Chances are you just stood up, took care of it. You might have crumbled after but you were able to just take care of it. And that really is, that's really who we be when we're not pretending that we are less than or that we're pathetic or that we're victims to anything. You know, even the situation with the vehicle, even with the situation with, you know, hubby, we're, I wasn't a victim in, in, the dry, in the accident yesterday. Like, yeah, on some level I chose it. It's not right, it's not wrong. 
and I chose it, and cool. How's it get any better than that? And the stuff with hubby today, on some level, he chose that. So cool. What if it's just so that next time and every time now, <laughs> he just travels with both passports? And it's actually really funny to me. I mean, only because he's on the plane now, it's funny. Um, but when we went to Australia a couple of years ago, we, and I might have talked about this before, but we drove the two and a half hours to the airport. And luckily we were staying at an airport hotel. We drove the two and a half hours there only to re realize he didn't have the correct passport. So we had to get a visa to go to Australia and the visa was on his other passport that was at home. So I'm pretty sure now after these two creations, we will always have all of the passports with us. And hey, if we don't, cool. And actually there was something that um, when, when I was watching one of my nieces dance over the weekend, uh, there was a, a male adjudicator for, for one of the dances. And he said something that I thought was really cool. He, because in his adjudicating, I mean, I don't know much about that world, but it seems like you kind of, you know, tell them what they did right and tell them what they could uh, change, which is cool. And he said, because he was aware, obviously, that they were taking the stuff that they could change as they were bad and they were wrong and they did horrible. And that really wasn't the energy he was sharing it from. And he said to them, you know, what if you see a mistake as growth? Because nobody's perfect. So if you can learn from the mistakes on the stage, then you're going to get as close to perfect as you can for you. And there was just such a kindness in it and such an energy and probably in access we wouldn't use those words because there's no such thing as mistake, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, for little kids standing on a stage, and there was even some teenagers too, you know, for them standing on a stage to get the energy that he wasn't sharing because they did wrong or that they made a mistake, it was really so that they know what to do better next time. They know what to practice. And... You know, I think of that for myself too. The times that I've, you know, made myself really wrong or really judged me. Like, what if that's just a, a, a now I can choose to grow there. And of course, we can stay stuck in that crazy. We can, you know, stay stuck in the judgment of us, the stuck of the wrongness of it. Or we could be like, hey, huh, okay. I wonder what else is possible here. I wonder what other magic we could create with this. I wonder if I tried it the way he suggested what it might be like, you know, and just changing it around. Yeah. So everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, ninth buck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about drama trauma that keeps you from being all of you? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And what does choosing drama trauma mean to you? Like, when you do choose it, like, what does it mean to you? Yeah, everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so, truth, what do you mean to drama trauma? Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. Now, that's the other piece that 
again, I was really, you know, celebrating with myself because sometimes in the past, the way that I've taken it, whether this is true or not, I don't know, but the way I've taken it is, you know, if I don't match hubby's level of anxiety about something or upset about something, it almost feels like I'm not being kind to him or that I'm being unkind by not matching it. And like, I wonder what else is possible with that. I wonder how much we've just picked that all of us possibly maybe you've ne- maybe it hasn't been something for you. But for those of us who have had that energy, like, I wonder if we would be willing to see it for what it is instead of, oh, they think it's unkind, so I should do this. You know, and what has happened in the past, not so much in situations like this, but like, <laughs> we we were having some um, like some sewer, the, the pipe froze and stuff this winter. So hubby was dealing with all that. And then like, <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like, you know, talk about drama queen sometimes, but the, a light bulb went out like after, you know, he'd maybe spent some time and the plumbers came out and they got it all working really quickly and stuff. But for him, there was still this kind of dramatic energy. And then, you know, this light bulb burnt out and he's like, oh, this whole house is falling apart. <laughs> and so, you know, my my energy towards that is resistance. Like, it's like, I almost want to fight against that. Like, it's like, I want to like, oh, yeah, you know, as if. And I know that that doesn't create more either. Um, but it's just so freaking funny. And so there is that energy for me in the past where, I don't want to upset him. I don't want to hurt him. Like this is really real in his world. So I should just match it. And, and I didn't do that at all. I mean, I was, I was so aware very quickly how matching it was going to pretty much guarantee him not getting on that airplane. And, and that I'm celebrating for me because that's, that's a huge step for me. Um, And again, a little bit different energy, you know, him not being able to get an airplane to get home. Um, different energy than a light bulb blowing and I still didn't choose it and I'm I'm really grateful for that so everywhere that you've bought or sold the lie that it's kind to match the energy of the people around you will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad online pipoc shorts boys and beyonds and what if there was another choice like what if even in the face of being judged as unkind, we would still be willing to be the energy that affected everything. Everything that brings up lead us to an uncreated all, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And we are going to head to break, so we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net 
Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness and kind of going on like right now when you're listening to this and and for a few days around that is a brand new program like nothing ever before called Magically Changing the Impossible to Possible. So it's a two-part program where I've got a workbook for you and we're actually going to go through it together. So the first call will be all about getting rid of what isn't working for you. And the second part is all about exponentializing what you would like. So you're going to bring one thing, only one thing that you'd like to change to both of those calls. It'll be the same thing. And we'll go right through the process that I normally use um, to change the impossible to possible. So how exciting is that? Um, If you haven't or don't have the link or you're not on my email list, you can just send me a message and I'll get you that link. We also have April 29th, creating more money and more abundance with ease. And that is, I think we start at 4.30 to 7 o'clock. So excited about that. Park City, Utah. I will also be there for the Ignite event. And this is an amazing, amazing event that I am so excited to be a part of. It is for solopreneurs, change makers, rule breakers, and it's all about business. So you can either join us in person in Park City, Utah, April 26th to the 28th, or you can actually join us live stream too. So you can give me uh, an email and if you would like or a message or however you want to get a hold of me if you don't have that information uh, so that you can check it out. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, And then May 10th, sweet Tanya and I are going to be co-facilitating bars in uh, by the Edmonton International Airport. And then I will be facilitating starting May 11th foundation at the same spot. Then off to Denver, Colorado, May 24th, Reverie Annie and I will be co-facilitating bars. Then starting the 25th, I will facilitate foundation then off to Las Vegas June 1st for Foundation, then off to Swift Current, Saskatchewan June 8th for Foundation, then off to Humboldt, Saskatchewan uh, June 13th for Foundation, Uh, and then the next thing on my calendar, there will probably be many things in between there, but the next thing on my calendar is uh, Vienna, Austria, October 27th for Embodying Wealth and Opulence. This is my brand new two and a half day class. So excited. Uh, And then November 2nd for Foundation in London, England. How does it get any better than that? 
my goodness. So, so yeah, let's get back to talking about creating beyond trauma drama. And, you know, there's a phrase that I've used a lot, and it's, it, it kind of fits this, is being willing to be the most conscious person in the room. And so no matter what energy somebody's being, no matter what energy somebody's delivering, it's the willingness to be the most conscious person in the room, the willingness to be aware of what will create more. Now, I mean, I've shared two examples over the last two days where I actually, you know, really did create more and really am, am really proud of myself for what I did choose. And I could share a billion examples of times I totally fucked it up. So, you know, please know that it's not, it's not that I get it right all the time or that there's even a right. There isn't. Sometimes looking like you're blowing, you know, your head off or you're freaking out or you're, you're totally dramatic, sometimes that's what's required. And, and it really is just the willingness to be every energy. And, and that really, you know, as I say that, I realized the, the woman yesterday, it's part of why I didn't defend against it. I had no problem with her being mad at me. That's interesting. I really didn't have a problem with her being mad at me. Now, maybe it's because of the show last week. I talked about the joy of judgment. And um, maybe that was why. Like, it was just so irrelevant to me how mad she was at me. And I wonder, it could have been different. Um, I think I might have even talked about this last week. Like, if there was a story attached to her, like, let's say she was a neighbor, or let's say she was my sister's friend, or let's say she was my sister's enemy, or like, whatever it was. Like, if I had a story attached to her, then I may have been more apt to have a reaction or choose differently. Um, and that was something I, and again, I think I spoke about it last week because it's something I was aware of uh, with certain people, you know, with some people. I'm very aware they don't like me and it really, it makes no difference in my world whatsoever. I'm just aware of it. Um, and then other people, I'm aware they don't like me and I'm very offended or I create some drama trauma in my head about it. And it's the people that I've attached the stories to that I then attach more stories to. So, yeah. So that would actually be another tool and another tip and it's something that we've talked about um, I've talked about a lot, you know, is continuously destroying and uncreating all of the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, uh, separations, refined judgments, the specificities, the codes of assimilation, the physical solidifications. Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And so I think you guys probably know, but just in case, maybe you're new to this or whatever, but, you know, decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, those are just all different ways to judge and to conclude. Projections is when we project onto people. Like if in the past you were always late for things, then people start projecting that you'll always be late. And then we energetically validate that reality. So projections is something really fabulous to be aware of you guys because we often are acting them out for other people and you also want to be aware of when you're projecting like if your spouse always comes home from work cranky then stop projecting that they will come home work from work cranky 
You know, like there's a lot of times we're just acting out what's what's being projected at us. Expectations, of course, are where we're expecting somebody to do something. And expectations, as my, my sweet friend Chris always says, it's delayed resentment. Whenever you expect something, you're just delaying resentment. Uh, and then separations is all the ways that we separate from people or things or events, experiences. And then some of the new ones are refined judgments. And that, I did a whole show on that in December, but basically things that we would call awareness. Like usually if we say something like, my awareness is it's heavy to go to that class, that's usually refined judgment because you don't label awareness. Awareness is this fleeting energy for 10 seconds. Awareness isn't something where you say, my awareness is, because even by the time you get the word the words out, my awareness is, it's possibly changed. <laughs> so when we say stuff like that, we've already solidified it, which is then a refined judgment. So refined judgments, we want to clear those. Specificities, not the easiest word for me to say, um, is all about like points of view that are right and wrong. So we've made it specific. We've made it, this is the way it is. Um, codes of assimilation are how you assimilate you into this reality. You're continuously computing how to be in this reality, uh, how to assimilate into this reality, how to fit into this reality. <laughs> and then the physical solidifications is everywhere you're locking it into your body. And so I don't have, um, I don't have an acronym just yet. Of course, you've probably heard me with the DJCCs and pissers. So that's the decisions, judgment, conclusion, computation, projection, rejection, expectations, separations. And then I was saying RJs. And now we've got these other ones. Uh, so all of that, <laughs> everything that Gary and Dane would say, uh, you know, destroying and uncreated. But you really do want to be clearing those constantly, you guys, because if drama and trauma has been something that you've been choosing then there's probably a lot of energies of those around it where you've solidified it into your body, where you've assimilated that how to be here on the planet is to be choosing drama, trauma, or creating it, or to, you know, be matching the energy of it. Like, just continuously, all the DJCCs, pissers, RJs, and all the other things, I destroy and uncreate them right now, right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because man, if we are willing to change that, like we're willing to get out of those kind of, I'm going to say harsh energies, it's not the right word, but um, almost like where it feels like you don't have a choice. That's often when people say to me, like, I just feel like I don't have a choice here. That's usually what's light to run is the destroying and uncreating all the DJCCs, pissers, etc. Because that's often where we don't feel like we have choice because we're so in pieces over all of these things. So really, I know you've probably heard me say it a million times and you will hear me say it a million more times because the more that you clear these things, the more ease you will have to actually being the infinite choice that you truly be and the infinite being that you truly be, no matter what's going on around you. You know, you will see the crazy, you will be aware of the crazy, you will be aware of what's being projected at you, how you should act, how you're supposed to be, like, you'll have all those awarenesses, but none of it will be relevant. And that, that was so, probably more clear with the accident, even, you know, compared to Abby's trip and all that, that was so clear to me. It was like, I was so aware of it all, and none of it was relevant, 
I was like, cool, and what, what, do I, what am I going to choose here? Okay, cool. And what was interesting is my, when I bought kind of my, what I would call my very first vehicle that was like my dream vehicle years and years ago, you guys will laugh, but it was a Toyota RAV4. Uh, but that was my dream. It was bright red. I still, like, I still love her. Um, I mean, I have no idea where she is, but I love her. I loved the energy of her. I loved, you know, getting her. And uh, <laughs> hubby set up these rocks in the yard because he didn't like people driving on the grass because back then I was doing a lot of classes and sessions here. And so he set up these rocks. And there was this one day that we had the vehicle the other way. Normally I would drive, you know, um, nose into the garage. And for whatever reason, we had it turned the other way. I forgot about the rocks. So I was going out of the yard and because I was turned a different way, I was angled a different way, I didn't, wasn't willing to be aware and I hit those rocks. And I'd actually forgot about this, but when, when I texted Hubby a picture of the, the damage on my, on my brand new vehicle, um, and my quote or my, my sentence to him was, this is why I need a chauffeur because he is my chauffeur. He drives me everywhere. Um, and so we had a little chat, you know, a little laugh about that. But last night was when the first time I got to talk to him um, other than via text. So we were talking on FaceTime and he said, okay, you know what? Tell me, tell me how mad you are. I was like, mad? What do you mean? He's like, well, your car, I know how mad you're going to be because your car is damaged. And like, I know what you get like. And I was like, what? Like, I was so confused by his question. And he's like, well, with that other accident, when you were so, and I was like, oh my God, I was so mad for days. I will probably weeks and months. I was so mad about that. And, and I was like, actually, honey, I don't really care. Like she's going to get fixed. I like, it really doesn't matter. And he was kind of taken aback. And I was really taken aback because that was, oh gosh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, seven years ago. I don't know how, how long ago that was. Um, and to now to like, I seriously, it was like, yeah, okay. She's got some damage. She's going to get fixed. Like it really didn't matter. And to think back to when it was way less damage, like way, way less damage. And it was the end of my world. Like how freaking funny is that? And how cool is it to have such a drastic difference? And just, it's just using these tools. It's just knowing that again, the universe has my back. And I also know that my car has choice. And so there is something there with that. And I know that might sound really weird, but I didn't even say that to anybody. And I was sharing it with an access friend and she's like, I really get that your car chose that. And I'm like, damn, me too. Like, how's it get any better than that? Like I, whatever that is. And I don't need to have a why and I don't need any awareness as you know, it just was really interesting to be like, she's not upset about it. I'm not upset about it. Nobody's upset about it. <laughs> like, uh, well, okay. The other driver's upset about it. And it was funny because she, that other driver said to me at the very end, she's like, I'm not, I'm not scared to tell the police. She says, I'm scared to tell my husband. And I burst out laughing. Like, <laughs> and maybe that wasn't so kind, but it, it really was just kind of like a, wow, how grateful am I to just know that, you know, again, hubby has my back. Like he would never make me wrong for something, even if it would have been me driving into the back of somebody. He would never, ever make me wrong. I would never, ever have anything in my world where I would feel scared to tell him. 
um, that, that, you know, and it was just like, wow, I'm so, so grateful that I've chose different and that I've created something different than that sort of a relationship where whatever that is, you know, whatever that is for them. Um, but I just, I did, I did laugh and I didn't say anything. I just laughed and, and walked away. Cause there was, I mean, there was just nothing to say. So, um, how does it get any better? <laughs> so, so yeah, when you're looking at, you know, choosing drama, trauma, or creating beyond it, try some of these tools, try them and see if they work, if they're fun for you, you know, find the ones that are really simple and, and kind of have those in your back pocket. And another one that can definitely help um, is, of course, the interesting point of view. So let's say you are diving into the drama trauma and you'd like to change it. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. That can really shift and change stuff too because basically you're just acknowledging the crazy, you're acknowledging the judgment, and you're acknowledging that you have another choice. And then the other one, of course, is the crazy phrase. So if you're really kind of stuck in it, or even, you know, today when I was doing some of the, the paperwork stuff, I was using it. And that's just that everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. Everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. Nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And just over and over until whatever kind of like the crazy or the denseness shifts. And that was what I... I love to use that when I can perceive other people's energies about something um, being really heavy or even my own energy about something being really heavy and dense. And I love to use that one to shift and change it. It's also a really great one to go to sleep at. Like if your head's going a million miles an hour, just running that over and over. And a lot of times, you know, even five or six or eight times is enough for you to fall asleep. So how does it get any better? Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening in, guys. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited for what can be created beyond drama trauma and what it might look like on this beautiful planet of ours with us being willing to create beyond the drama trauma. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality, totally beyond this reality, with total ease. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, lead us to an uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pun, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wonderful, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenice Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 